there, healthyish listeners, and a big welcome. If you have never listened to this podcast before, this is the podcast from Body and Soul FYI, and I am your host, Felicity Harley. It's quite extraordinary that in the year 2022, there is still no test for ovarian cancer, the deadliest form of cancer that affects millions of women worldwide each year. I'm joined by two inspiring women today who want to change things. Well, one is working on a test, and the other is helping raise money to fund the test. Creative Director of Camilla Remark, Camilla Freeman-Topper and Associate Professor Caroline Ford from Sydney's UNSW Ovaria Cancer Research. They're on today. They've come together to make change. Thanks to Camilla Remark's Ovaries Talk About Them campaign. And they're going to talk about that as well today. Now, if you like what you hear, you can listen to Extra Healthyish. They are upon that, talking more about their campaign and also ovarian cancer. Just search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Carolyn and Camilla, welcome to Healthy-ish. Now, Carolyn, we'll start with you first. The stats, the info, ovarian cancer, it is a very worrying thing. Tell us about it. Why should we care? Uh, I think everyone should care about ovarian cancer, to be honest. It it feels like it has been overlooked and underfunded and under-researched for far too long, um, despite the fact that over 300,000 women around the world will be diagnosed with ovarian cancer this year. I think when people start to learn about it, the statistics are shocking. In Australia today, four Australian women will be diagnosed with ovarian cancer, And and more sadly, three Australian women will lose their lives to this disease just in the next 24 hours. And everyone should know about this disease. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they are some pretty horrifying stats right there. What about some symptoms? I mean, I know a lot of women listening to this will think, oh, what, what, how do I, what should I look out for? I mean, I suppose whenever I see a headline about personally about ovarian cancer, I think, oh my goodness, you know, it's, it's quite a scary thought. So what are some symptoms that, yeah, we should be aware of? Yeah, and I think you've hit the nail on the head. The the issue we have with this disease is in the absence of a of a clear screening test, we can only rely on symptoms. And the symptoms associated with ovarian cancer, they're not silent, they are clear, but unfortunately, as women, we often overlook them or downplay them or are unsure about how they might just relate to our regular monthly cycle. So yeah, the four key symptoms of ovarian cancer are pain, so pelvic pain, pain in your pelvis or in your abdomen, Um, abdominal bloating or or an enlarged abdomen, a change in your bowel habits, and usually what that is is actually increased frequency and needing to go to the bathroom more often. Some of it's akin to women that have experienced pregnancy and that feeling like, oh, you're feeling a bit full and you really need to go to the bathroom quickly. And that's the last one is actually feeling really full quickly after eating. So, And it's actually because um, the tumour may be pressing on some of our organs inside and so um, your stomach is smaller. It's, again, similar to pregnancy. The problem is um, many women experience some of these symptoms um, during an average day, an average week, an average month. The key to ovarian cancer symptoms is that they are persistent. So persistent means they last for more than one day. They don't fluctuate up and down. Um, And in that case, women should absolutely 
seek advice from from their GP as soon as possible. Actually, I like that bit of advice, um, persistent, because when you just said bloating, I'm thinking, but hang on, where everyone experiences this and everyone experiences that. And I suppose that suppose that's where it comes from being so confusing, isn't it? So if it's persistent, that's when we should seek help. Camilla, tell us about your campaign around ovarian cancer and why it's close to your heart. Well, it is very close to my heart because I lost my mother to ovarian cancer 28 years ago due to a late diagnosis. Um, I was 11 and Mark was 13 and she was just 42 years of age when she passed away um, after fighting two years um, fighting two years of the disease and um, it was painful and horrible and, um, you know, for the sake of my children and women worldwide, we wanted to start this campaign to try and spread the message far and wide um, and be a driving force to raise awareness of this insidious disease. Yeah, I mean, that would have been just awful and, I mean, I can't even imagine at 11 losing your mother. Tell us about what actually what we can do to support your campaign. Well, you can jump online and you can um, buy a T-shirt, hoodie or tote um, or donate directly to um, Professor Caroline Ford and all the incredible work that she's doing Um, and, you know, spreading the word, you know, on social media, talking about it, having conversations with your friends in, you know, dinner parties, um, Raising awareness is really vital and raising funds is obviously incredibly important. How do you talk about it with your friends, Camilla? Do you remind them or, you know, what what sort of, how do you start a conversation with a friend about this? Well, a lot of people ask me, they, um, they say, so tell me about the campaign, what, you know, what, what, what all, you know, we talk, we talk about it. And the fact is people are still actually really confused that there is no test. And that's the message that we really need to drive home here in this campaign this year because even though we talk about it all the time, people still just don't know. And if we can find an early detection test, um, the survival rates will will increase dramatically. And the way that I talk about it is just being really open and honest to my friends and telling them about how painful it was and talking about my body and not feeling shame around it. Carolyn, tell us about this early detection test you're working on. Yeah, so um, we think it's actually a pretty clever idea and what we're trying to do is to design a test that will actually be incredibly accurate so it will pick up all the cases of ovarian cancer, that it will be simple and cheap so we are very focused on equity and making sure that this is available to people worldwide and so the approach we are taking is, is a blood test and so it's a blood test that women would take annually or every few years years. Um, And what we are looking to detect is actually DNA. So really tiny amounts of DNA that are released from the tumour cells into the bloodstream. And we can pick that up with technology that is now available in 2022 to pick up tiny amounts of DNA. That's (laughs) mind-blowing. It's like it's a perfect time for an ovarian cancer test, to be honest, because we've got the advances in molecular biology and the technology available. But we also have a much more holistic approach and understanding of women's health. So one thing my team does that I'm very proud of is that we don't just look at ovarian cancer. We look at the spectrum of women from healthy women, younger women, older women, and we also importantly look at women with benign gynecological diseases. So things like 
endometriosis or polycystic ovary disease or other really common conditions that women have at a slightly younger age. And we're making sure that we incorporate that into the design of our tests so that it's highly accurate and we're not picking up what we would call a false positive. So when can we expect to see this? Obviously, it's still in the testing phase or can we, you know, keeping our fingers crossed or are we nearly there? Look, we're absolutely um, on the right path. So I would love to wave a magic wand and tell you that this is available tomorrow. But as I said, because ovarian cancer is a rare disease, we need to be really, really sure that the test that we design is accurate and available to everyone. So the more support we can get, the more researchers I can get in the lab accelerating the project. We've seen through COVID, for example, that if you throw money and effort at a research problem, you will solve it oh, faster. Yeah. So that's <laughs> Great a example. clear example that we <laughs> yeah. have that this can be done. Um, so we're, you know, we're on track, but but I don't want to overpromise things at the same time because this is a thorny issue, and we do need to be really, really careful about what we do. But, but it's coming. In the meantime, we can just talk about our ovaries. Camilla, Caroline, thank you for coming on Healthyish. Thank you. Thank you for having us. If you are interested in donating or buying a cool hoodie or t-shirt, I will leave links to Camilla Remarks' Ovaries Talk About Them campaign in the show notes. If you want more from us, there are other episodes of Healthyish or Extra Healthyish, our big sister podcast. Jump online at bodyandsoul.com.au or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for tuning in. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthyish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthyish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component oh, of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthyish and Extra Healthyish wherever you get your podcasts.